Yo, this is gonna have to be a quick ting still, you know? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be. I'd prefer it is, but it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be. Hey man, whatever works for you. You know? Uh this moving stuff is, is moving and going. Got a got a long one in on the way tomorrow. Yeah, man. Yeah, so you know, you know, we uh sometimes you gotta you gotta move. Yeah, I know. I've moved a lot. I hate it. Yeah, uh, as do I. Uh, yeah. Have you uh, checked out this project at all? What project? I mean, I'm just going to play a random track. I don't even know if it's a good track, but we're going to play it. Okay. And you can figure out who it is. Thoughts on the Cuddy Project? Um, it's it's complicated because okay. I uh, I have historically been like a big Cuddy fan. Like when yep. I was in my early twenties, like Cuddy was one of my my guys. You know, he was like the president of the Sad Boys Club, and I was definitely like a card carrying member of the Sad Boys Club. Still are, still are, but okay. Still are, definitely still are. Still are, still is. Am, still am, still is. I, I still be carrying my card. You know, I'm definitely Sad Boys Club. But, man, I just, this album just didn't hit for me. Were there any songs totally on it that honest. did that did anything? What's that? Were there any songs on it that, that kind of gave you a hint to that? The oh, cutty, oh, cutty? The cutty you fell in love with. Yeah, I think so. I, I'd have to listen to them. Like, or let me look at the track list really quick here. But um, I think what it is, like that song that you just played, it sounds like, uh, and this is where it, it gets complicated, but it's like, it, it sounds like his version of a Travis Scott song. It and does it, sound it, very Travis Scott. It does. Yeah, right? Like there's a Travis Scott essence to it, right? Even with the ad libs, like the, yes, which is like, you know, Travis's version of, like, well, pick a Travis ad-lib, right? I mean, he does have a song called Sad People. I assume that would be sad. Yeah. Um, but, like, Travis is documented as saying, like, Cuddy is his biggest influence. So I don't know that you get Travis Scott sounding the way he does now without... You don't, uh, but you get, get like, a, a regurgitated... 
version of an interpretation, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, I don't know, it, I think it'd be different if he did a song with Travis and it sounded like that, rather than him doing a song that sounds like Well, Travis. they've done songs together that do sound like what you would think a Cuddy and Travis song would sound like, and those songs are fire, truthfully. Every time that they've collaborated, it's been hard. Yeah. Right, like the song that they did on on uh, uh, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight. The uh, what is that song called? Through the Night. I think it's called All Through the Night or Through the Night. That song no is idea. fired. Um, they the song that they dropped this summer, the Scots. Yep. Song was hard, you know. But so it, it, there's a, it, there's a part of me that feels like Cuddy is almost like entitled to that sound because he is the father of that sound. Like that sound is has his DNA in it, and like you can hear Cuddy's DNA in Travis's music, but like Travis took it somewhere else. Yeah, Travis definitely created his own lane within that. Definitely, like definitely. It, it doesn't. It it's it sounds influenced by Cuddy, but it doesn't sound like Cuddy. No, no, no. There's definitely like a it's a bigger sound, and I think that's probably why it appeals, and that to a wider audience, that's probably why. Travis has become a bigger artist than, than Cuddy ever did, right? Like, right. after Day and Night, Cuddy had a few, you know, maybe top 10 records after Day and Night. Um, but, like, for the most part, he's not, been... Yeah, not uh, very many. He's been very, very celebrated and indie in a lot of ways, but... Yeah, like, he's got his core mainstream. audience. Yep. And that audience holds him down. And I would say that he's successful, right? He's just not like, a, as big an artist as Travis. So I don't know, but like, it, it, you know, I'm fine with it. So I guess I'm fine with him sounding like Travis because it's just like, well, why not? Like, I am this, I am the father of this sound, but it doesn't hit. Like, Travis's shit hits. Like, Travis's drums hit harder. You know, like, the production is harder on Travis projects. Like, the production is more, and I hate to use this word, but it's just like cohesive. Like you listen to, um, I, I would say, I don't know, I think that's my favorite Travis album is the uh, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight. And like those first few songs, it's just like, it's similar to like a weekend project or early weekend projects where like the first few songs or a few songs throughout the project sound like one song. Like it's just like, you know, it's it's just one wave that you're riding, and so yeah, I think there's just something to it. But um, that said, Cuddy's still my guy, and um, I'm glad that he's still really releasing music. There have been quite a few projects, Cuddy projects, that I haven't really been into. Yes, but I mean, you know. I mean, I think one of the things with like I, I'll never be mad at the experimentation. Mm-hmm. So even though it may not necessarily be what I'm looking for, as long as they're still making music, go, I'll, I'll take that as a win. For sure. And there's going to be something in there that you can get into. Like right. there are a few songs on there are a few songs on there, like a handful of songs on there that I do like. And so I would say that that's that's probably like a win, right? To to get a project from an artist that you've liked for a long time, and get a handful of new songs from them that you like. Yeah, of course, you know. So, yeah, so I'm not mad at that. Well, a little bit of background music, worst case scenario. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just, sorry, I just had to light my candle here. Get 
ambiance and get into my my zone. Um, Got to set the podcast ambiance. Eh? You know what I mean? Get me in. Get my mind right. I feel you. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to. I am going to decidedly, like intentionally, revisit it. Um, because I was listening to it, and then on Friday when it dropped, and then uh, a friend came over, so I was kind of I was kind of distracted. But um, another project that dropped that same day, I've already gone back to like multiple times. So, you know, there is that right, where it's just like you know something that came out the same day, I've already revisited, haven't gone back to the Cuddy project. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I, I feel for artists, though. I mean, I guess ultimately, as long as he is making music that he feels good about as an artist, um, then it's all good. You know, like, you can, you can as an artist, you, you, you're at peace with that. Like, if you feel good about the work, regardless of its reception, though I feel like you do want it to be well-received. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't made it through the entire project. I've just, uh, you know, put it on when I get a chance. And, uh, yeah. So far, it is, it's new cutty, it's cool. so it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I got to live with it. I got to live with it somewhere. How about that? Probably. Yeah, no, we, no, we I, say that. I agree. I'm, I probably got to do the same. Um, but, yeah, the project that I, um, I don't know if you would like it, actually, but it's called Vori. V-O-R-Y. So it's self-titled. The artist's name is also Vori. Okay. He's uh, he signed to Meek's label, Dream Chasers. Okay. And, um, man, super, 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 super good. I was going to pick one of his songs as my oh, uh, as the napper, napper, but then I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to. It, it would be, you'd have to do a lot of editing. So. I don't know, I wouldn't. He's saving the headache. I, I wouldn't have to. No? No, he's got a clean version here. Oh, okay. I, no, I'm just gonna... I, hey, if, if you... I'm, I'm, I can play something off it right now, so you don't have to save it for a napper. Okay, well, he's got a song on there. The song on there with Meek is good. I just, I have a hard time listening to these songs edited. Like, I feel like it's, it's, it takes away from it. No. So I almost don't even wanna, don't wanna do it. And I'm looking at the songs here. Every song is explicit, so there's not even one I could pick that like. Well, you want, you but want, maybe you want the meat joint. Yeah, ain't it funny? All right, and then we gonna get into some uh, to some stuff. Let's go. And into some stuff. All right, let's go. Ain't it funny how? Ain't it funny featuring Meek Mill? Only ones can hurt you are the people that love you. Uh, ain't it funny how? Yeah. Only looking down when they sit in above you, ain't it funny? Same wants to tell you they love you, yeah, ain't it funny? Knew I should have never tried to save you, girl. But how you love? Just up and leave on me, just up and leave on me. Leave me all lonely, just up and leave on me, girl. How you going? Just up and leave on me, just up and leave on me. Down the toilet cause you shit on me. I fed up, you got and start winning on me. We ain't together, but I know you still got feeling for me. And last night I text your phone and told you put it on me. And you ain't answer, but I seen you on the gram when you was scrolling. 
Like your picture, like a sucker, I can't hold it. Damn. And you ain't even know this. Ran into you with a ball player. It's like you ain't even know me. Damn. You gon' act like that. How you get it back like that? After I almost spent a mill on your blowing them racks like that. Can you good from the back like that? For real. And I seen you with that. No, really, I bought you. Hope that you ain't getting the way that I taught you. Got me hating on y'all. I can't wait till he cross you. You my baby. I can't never abort you. Oh, God. How you? Just up and leave on me. Just up and leave on me. Leave me all lonely. Just up and leave on me. I, I, I feel the vibes. I see what we're see what we're getting into here. I mean, you know, I can see that. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a there's a hint of toxicity in, in Meek's verse. There yeah. is, but I also appreciate the vulnerability. Is that what and it you is? Know, I mean, yeah, yeah it's there, toxic vulnerability. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll co-sign that. Vulnerability. I'll co-sign that. Which is like you know, I would say like that is Drake's bag. Right, 100%. Drake has built uh, an entire career of toxic vulnerability. Um, I mean, and that's not that's not to necessarily say that you're not entitled to, you know, having those feelings. Just, I think it's just you have to check yourself sometimes and question, like, am I entitled to all of this, or is some of this my ego, or is some of this actually like entitlement, you know, or is some of this like, is is this woman like not like rocking with me anymore? For good reasons, because maybe like that's what was best for her. Maybe I deserve that. And like instead of, you know, I mean, you're gonna internalize it, and uh, depending on how the situation went, and you know, what exactly transpired, um, I think there's just this weird tie. I think you, no, I feel I feel like you should be able to feel that way. What um, way in particular? You know, like he feels like. Like he was talking about, just like essentially being invisible to her, like not being acknowledged, and it's like there, there, there comes a place where you can be cordial, but you don't necessarily have to be invisible to an individual. But then at the same time, she may have just—I don't know—it's—it's it, it's weird from both sides. But I think what was what stuck out to me is more the toxic side. It's not the the vulnerability and feeling like, you know, he at least wants to be acknowledged. Is that he is saying like. That I almost spelt, spent a million dollars on you, as if that is a basis for some type of acknowledgement. Yeah. You well, know, a, I think that it's, a, is... it's when you tie it to the monetary, like yeah, right. But I mean, you could feel a way because it's like I've invested so much into this individual. And you mean non-monetary invested. I mean both. I mean. Well, this is the thing. I feel like this is why I take I, issue with the way the role that money plays in relationships and how there does seem to be a sense of entitlement um sometimes when it comes to money depending on who you're dating yeah that like as the man that you're supposed to be paying for everything and so then when you take on that role like if you subscribe to that then what comes with that right like that can't just be and and that's the thing it's just like there is that expectation of some sort of like monetary output from the man whether it's like i'm paying for and like i've done all of it i've paid for hair to get done i've paid for like uh nails to get done i i i feel like every relationship i've ever been in i'm always the one paying for dinner things like that and it's like it's that's cool if like i'm you know subscribe or i'm opting in i'm choosing to do those things but if that's 
is the expectation on the on my partner's end, right? Like I think that is also toxic. And I think if I was doing those things, if I was spending money with some level of expectation on whatever it may be, like some sort of behavior I'm expecting because I spend money, I'm expecting certain behaviors. I'm expecting certain acts from you. I'm expecting a certain level of commitment or loyalty or whatever because of it. Like, I just think money makes relationships weird, potentially, and often. Um, I think, I mean, especially with, especially what you're alluding to with the expectation, right? So Once I, there's expectations involved, yeah, I think it's weird. If you're just doing it, like, we have an understanding on certain things, like we've discussed certain things and we've arrived at certain understandings, like, yeah, like then it's, then it's kosher, then it's, you know, above board. But if it's, I, I've gotten into fights over, I, I, I went out with someone I was dating once and uh, we worked at the same job. That's how we met. We were on the same team at this job. So like we made the same amount of money and so I was always spending and then, you know, it came to, it was coming up on a payday and it was like, yo, on payday, like, let's go out for sushi. Like that was our bag. We wanted to do sushi and wine. So I was like, cool, let's do that. But like, I've been spending a lot of money. So like, let's go half, like, let's go Dutch on, I don't know if you can say that anymore, but like, let's split the bill. And um, so she's like, yeah, cool. So payday came, we went out, we ate mad sushi, drank mad wine. And then when the bill came, I was like, okay, like, you know. Run that. Run that. Run that up. Pull out your debit card. And she's, she's hemming and hawing, and, you know, she catches it. She, she did it, and we split the bill. However we did it. I don't remember how we did it back, because this is, like, a while ago. But however it was done, like, we split the bill. And then she gets on a phone call. Like, you know, you're just kind of, like, sitting at the table after you've paid. Like, you're still kind of just figuring out what you're going to do next. Anyway, long story less long, like, she caught mad attitude. We got into an argument, and then she was basically, she just said to me, she was like, this is a direct quote. She was like, I'm used to niggas paying for everything. And it was just like, well, that's not what I'm on. Like, I don't believe in that. And a lot of times, the counter argument that you get from a lot of women when you say that, it's just like, oh, it's because you're broke. And it's just like, fam, I'm not broke. Right. And anytime that this is this has been an issue, I've never been in a relationship and been broke. I'm always broke when I'm like single. So anytime I'm in a relationship, like I'm straight. So that's never my it's just it's, you know, but anyway, it's just I think money makes things messy. Yeah, no, that's a. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I mean, for some people, it's cool, but. Not for most. And I think, I mean, leaning on that toxicity and taking Mm -hmm. it past toxic into the realm of abusive and Mm -hmm. potentially even criminal, Mm -hmm. definitely criminal, based on the uh, the allegations. Mm. You know, we spoke so highly of this young man. And this just goes, you know, we can't vouch for any of these people. You know, anybody that we, we are fans of or we, 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 like, we mm-hmm. like what has been presented to us based on what we know about that individual. I do understand that Shia has had a checkered past with the law. I, I know nothing about his relationships beside what's recently surfaced. 
So while I, while I have said that I am a fan of Shia, I am not a fan of this behavior, it is simply the art. That's the only thing that I was referring to when I said I was a fan of him. I can't vouch for these people. We don't know can't, them. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what they do in their private lives. Shia's yeah, on some like, scumbag stuff. What's that? He was on some scumbag stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like... Like, real, real scumbag. Like, real, like, you gotta get this guy off the streets type shit. And, like, um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's just, like, I can be a fan of someone today and then cancel them tomorrow. Like, I haven't, I will cancel anyone. I'll cancel my pops if I need to. Like, if, if I, if it's revealed to me that, like, you are in practice of behaviors that are in like direct opposition to the things that I believe. I I believe in very few like moral absolutes. Right. So like if you happen to be in violation of what I believe to be a moral absolute or like a moral imperative, fam, you're getting canceled by me. Easily, easy. I'm cutting, I'm cutting people off easy. Well, uh... so like, yeah, we bigged them up last week. And then the very next day, this this uh, news story dropped about how he was just this like terrorist, basically, to this woman. And um, yeah, I have no issue saying like I was bigging him up last week, and then the next day I canceled him. I mean, uh, here's um, ET Canada. Uh, I I don't know if they're actually going to cover the initial. Uh, story, but the Sia also spoke out about her relationship with Shia. So there's been, I think, two or three other women that have come to uh, yep. confirm. Sia, the singer, singer Sia, she also just came forward. Yep, and then there was Goth, I think Mi- was his last name. Mia Goth, yeah. yep, which is another actress. Right. So it's just like there's a, there's, a, there's a pattern here. And like truthfully, it doesn't take, for me anyway, it's not going to take like... Um, other women coming forward to corroborate this like the level of things that uh, fka twigs describes and and one of the things that i think is super telling is that um and i don't were you going to outline what she has uh, i'm, I'm like, gonna play i'm just gonna play this clip and i think they will have outlined or at least uh okay so before you do that because yep. I, I don't know if they'll mention this part but one of the things that she said either her or her lawyer said that like before they went public with this lawsuit she privately went to him and was just like we don't have to go public with it with this but you have to get you have to seriously get help you have to really get into therapy whatever sort of rehabilitation and he was basically like no well in his uh in his response um he did say that he's in therapy and he's in this 12 12 steps yeah he said that now so I i don't know I don't know. But it's just like she said, we don't have to go public as long as you do that, as long as you get help, Yeah. which I think speaks to because a lot of times when women come forward with these types of claims, people and it's usually men who want to, like, you know, lean on objectivity or whatever it is and say things like, well, we got to hear both sides of the story or like maybe she's just doing this for clout, you know, or she's trying to she's chasing a bag or whatever. And it's just like, well, first of all, she has more than enough of her own clothes. She's a very successful artist. I'm sure she's got a lot of money. And she didn't need clout, especially this type of attention. And this is the thing. I don't think most women, especially women, already have their own career. Um, 
and any woman in general, but like especially women who've got their own career, I don't think that this is the type of stuff that they're going to want attached to them. Like I remember with the whole Chris Brown Rihanna thing, she was just like at a certain point she wanted to stop talking about it. She wanted people to stop talking about it because it was just like I don't want to be known for just this. I don't want this to like define my, you know, my celebrity or my status or my legacy, whatever it is. So it's just like, yeah, I can understand that, like, not wanting this to be something that gets referenced. Um, but it it was a serious enough situation, as I'm sure what you're about to play is going to outline, that she, like, wanted it to be known for the benefit of, like, other women. Yeah, I, her her main message was to stay away from him, essentially. So uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll switch over to ET Canada for their uh, coverage of the Hi, Shai, have you apologized to Twigs? Have you spoken to her? LaBeouf steps out for the first time since his ex-British singer-songwriter FKA Twigs filed a lawsuit against him, citing sexual battery, battery, assault, emotional distress, and gross negligence. Twigs, whose real name is Talia Barnett, claims the actor was abusive towards her throughout their relationship in 2018 and 2019, accusing him of isolating her from her family and friends, strangling her, and knowingly giving her a sexually transmitted disease. She tells the New York Times she came forward because, quote, I'd like to be able to raise awareness on the tactics that abusers use to control you and take away your agency. In an email to the Times, LaBeouf writes, I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression, only rationalizations. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history and am sorry to those I hurt. There is nothing else I can really say. In light of the lawsuit, Sia drops a bombshell of her own, alleging she was also mistreated by the star. On Twitter, the singer writes, I too have been hurt emotionally by Shia, a pathological liar who conned me into an adulterous relationship claiming to be single. I believe he's very sick and have compassion for him and his victims. Just know, if you love yourself, stay safe, stay away. Sia also called Twigs courageous for speaking out publicly. LaBeouf's struggle with substance abuse has been well documented over the years. In 2014, he pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct after an incident at a New York theater, after which he sought outpatient treatment for alcohol abuse. In 2017, he pleaded no contest to the same charge after an incident in Georgia where he was filmed making racially charged remarks to a black police officer. He later cited his battle with addiction as a factor in the incident. Yeah, I guess they, they did a pretty good job covering the story. So, Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was a bit vague, but, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the gist of it, but one of the things like they didn't get into some of the details like for one and it's just sort of like how he created this like atmosphere of like intense fear yeah. for this woman so like one of the things is like i don't did you read the the articles that i say uh i don't i think i read some of it i don't think i finished the entire article so i've so, heard the story a couple of times though What's that? I've heard i've heard this like the i've i've heard this covered a few times yeah i'm sure i'm sure um, but yeah, one of the things he did was he slept with a loaded pistol yep. or rifle beside his bed. Yeah. It's pretty standard and for the, uh, a, for the South. What's that? It's pretty standard in the South. Yeah. Probably not standard when like he's saying the reason he's doing it is because gang members are going to come into his home. 
and harm him. But then, like, he insisted on leaving the door unlocked, his front door unlocked. Yeah, sometimes you want those type of problems. Then he, she woke up to him on top of her. And we should say, the trigger warning, if anyone is listening to this and, you know, like, but, like, he, she woke up to him, pinned her, woke up to him on top of her, pinning her down, choking her, saying, like, if you don't stop, you're going to lose me. She said, what? Then, like, there was an instance where they went to a gas station and he had, like, the doors locked and I guess she couldn't get out. So then they stopped for gas and then she tried to get out. I guess he saw her leaving. He runs out, slams her up against the vehicle, chokes her out. Like, there are, and there were other instances, right? Like, there was more detail in the New York Times article. Forced her um, to sleep naked. What's uh, that? Forced her to sleep naked, threatened to oh crash my the God. car. Oh, my God, like, unless, what is that? Unless she confessed her love for him. Oh, yeah. And then, like, she had to kiss him and touch him. A certain number of times in a day and if she didn't reach his like quota she would like become aggressive or like at the very least be berate her um like and then yeah and then he knowingly gave her an st i don't know if it was an std or an sti but then like when her lawyers i guess reached out to his lawyers about it his lawyers responded with like oh like whatever the st i'm guessing it was an sti or whatever it was her his lawyers responded to her lawyer saying like oh like that's not even like a serious like thing yeah so i'm guessing it's just like oh like let's just say like it's chlamydia whatever right it's like oh it's just chlamydia like you just take antibiotics you get rid of it like it's not a big and it's like that's not the point he was bragging about it to the woman that he was cheating on her with that he knowingly infected her with whatever this STI was. Like, it's just like, this guy's a terrorist. Yeah, and a lot of that's, uh, I mean, there's no there's no excuse for it. It just, the only thing I'm saying, and this is not an excuse for it, is clearly suffers from severe mental illness and uh, drug and alcohol yeah. addiction. Yeah. He not does, a justification. And, and like, I'm just saying, like, to, to have those thoughts, I mean... Yeah, to, to think yeah, that sick, way. he's a sick person. Yes. He's a sick person, for sure. And, like, under normal circumstances, like, I would I would definitely be compassionate for him or feel compassion for him and be empathetic toward him, in which I have been. And then, but, like, where the empathy stops is, like, where you, when you begin to harm other people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, well, now you're, you're other people's problems in a major way like you're you're affecting people in a way that is going to like potentially like stay with them and be a thing that they're having to like reckon with and carry for the rest of their lives like you're potentially like potentially ruining people's lives Mm -hmm. and so at that point it's just like my empathy i I can't have empathy as that i can't have that much empathy for you and like you have access to all of the help that you you should be getting. So yeah, I mean, mean a lot of that's a lot that. of that's a personal. It's it's a commitment thing. It's it's also the mental illness. Just because you have access to help doesn't necessarily mean it's going to help. And then no, for sure, for sure. But like, I, that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be empathetic toward you if you're unwilling. 
or or are not committed to I mean, like, sometimes, like you're hurting people. Sometimes you can't not know you're hurting people. I mean, yeah, that's understood. But I mean, sometimes the treatments are ineffective, and then there's a, a certain level of uh, self delusion, and you know, clearly he has uh, issues with narcissism. Narcissism, you know, severe. Like even in his apology. He starts off his apology centering himself. Like, I thought the apology was weak. I've been hurting myself and others around you. For, like, fam, it's not about you anymore. Yeah, no, but he's... I, I mean, with that, I'm not reading that much into it. I'm just... It's, he's just outlining that self-destructive behavior, so... I'm yeah. not reading a ton into that outside of, yes, I'm self-destructive, and I'm a horrible person. But it's more than self-destructive, and it's almost like... And he starts off by saying most or some of these allegations are untrue. So it's just like, I realize that there's a legal aspect to this, right? Like you are, you are going to have to go to court over this. So cool. Your, your lawyers and your publicists are probably telling you, you know, what you can and can't or should or should not say, but ultimately it just doesn't seem like there's that much accountability. I mean, I don't really expect that much accountability. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the expectation are not expecting it is fair, but like I guess what my my point is that like I'm empathetic toward you up until the point where like you're harming people, right? It, right, like you're harming women, and yeah, I'm gonna say it, you're harming black women, and so it's just like I'm gonna be especially like offended or assume or like you know protective over that because it's just like yeah, um, that's just how I'm on it, really. So I'm just like looking at this guy now. Where it's just like you got to get this maniac off the streets. I hope he gets help because he's obviously and like I watched Honey Boy, right? Like I I saw if that is in any way an accurate depiction of his upbringing. It's supposed to be. Rela- it's supposed to be dad. fairly accurate. What's that? It's supposed to be fairly accurate. It's supposed to be. I mean, if I was him, I would be wanting that to be highlighted on a communications level, right? Like, I mean, on some level, I wonder, is that movie supposed to be, you know, a a thing where it gains a level of, um, you know, empathy or forgiveness from the public? I don't know. Right? I mean, I guess the story behind that was he wrote it while he was, um, I think he was in treatment. Okay, I, and like I'm, I'm not saying that it's not true, right? And I'm and saying I it think, probably I is. I think true. there was something else where they covered him on. It was a show that was done by uh, one of the guys from. Oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. One of the guys from Goodwill Hunting. Not Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon, but uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Like, it was, like, a green light thing, or when he was looking at, like, act, actor's backstory or something like that. Anyway, some type of thing where they, they did, like, a, some type of coverage on his upbringing. But I guess they focused on his mom, and that was a whole nother, whole nother situation on that end as well. Like, he, uh, these are his tra- just... His trauma is real. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, this, is, this isn't justification. This is just backstory to kind of illuminate how someone could get to this place with yeah. the type of trauma that they've gone through and you know her people hurt for people. sure her people do hurt people that 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 is um consistently true however you are in fact hurting people and so it's just like yeah this doesn't escape culpability responsibility you know yeah accountability like, it's just it's just 
a way to understand how someone could get to that point and the internal workings of that person potentially. Um, that's all. I just is. don't think that he doesn't know he's hurting people. I th- and even I th- in his sickness. Yeah, I know, but I, knowing you're hurting someone doesn't necessarily mean you're going to stop. But, that, that, but yeah, even more I mean, reason why I would have less empathy toward him at this point. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm not I'm not caught on whether to, or not to be empathetic to him. I I think he's you know a scummy a scummy guy, and uh, I will not support Shia. Um, not that I have in any way recently. Anyways, I haven't seen any of his movies in recently. I have. I went on a Shia LaBeouf like marathon. I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch Honey Boy. Actually, it was going to be one of my things. I was going to watch on the on the Christmas break here. Uh, Honey Boy. I watched Honey Boy, Peanut Butter Peanut Falcon. Bu- Peanut Butter Falcon, yeah. I watched both of them. He's he's super talented, super talented, and a lot of artists are uh, troubled, tormented people. But it's just like when it gets to the point where you're doing these types of things, it's just like n- nothing else really matters. Yeah. This guy, ha- this guy is a menace to society. The only the only comment I was making on your previous comment was that just the ability to recognize that you're hurting someone doesn't mean that you're able to or willing to stop the behavior. Even I though, think it's more so willing rather than able. Yeah, no, but even though you would feel guilty for hurting someone. So if you look at like your, your prototypical abusive relationship, um, especially with physical abuse, just because someone beats you doesn't mean they don't feel... Then this is not a justification. That if you're in one of these relationships, get out by any means necessary. Maybe not kill the person, because that'll that'll kind of, you know... Um, we're going to strongly suggest not killing anybody. How about that? You know? Just get out by any legal means necessary as soon as possible. Um, yeah, but your, your, your prototypical abusive relationship um, where that person hurts you and then feels bad for hurting you is extremely apologetic. They go out of their way to be nice to you and do nice things for you. And then they, or is that part of the manipulation? It's, it's both. And it's, 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 it's two sides of the same coin essentially. Cause on one side it could be real genuine. I feel bad for doing this to you. And the other side is I, you need to be punished for what you're doing to me or you're my outlet for my anger and my lack of happiness in my life. Mm-hmm. So you're both the punching bag and the comforter, and you do both things when I hurt you and when I comfort you. I think someone needs to fist him up. Yeah, I'm just like, like my thing with mental illness is it's never as black and white as it seems, and that's not a justification. It's just a explanation, not a justification. Just I like, think that that's assumed. Like I don't think people assume people are monsters for no reason. But it's still like, regardless of your trauma that has led you to this, you are in fact a monster. Yeah, and no, like, but I think I think with that, I mean, the biggest thing, the the only thing I'm 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 saying here is knowing and acknowledging that you've hurt people and are actively hurting people does not necessarily mean that it will be enough of a an incentive's the wrong word enough of a motivation a stopping mechanism to prevent you from doing those types of things but again yeah 
you know. And like, I'm not trying to sound sanctimonious and just be like, I don't care that people have tra- like. I know how real trauma is. Like, I I have trauma, and I know that it's a thing that like you are potentially like wrangling with your entire life. So I'm not in any way trying to minimize his trauma either because he didn't ask for that. I'm just saying when it gets to the point where you're causing like mental and bodily harm, um, I think I'm less concerned about you than I am now, like your, your victims. Yeah, exactly. But I do hope he gets help. I hope he gets help. I hope he gets well. I hope there's, uh, you I hope know, she's if, doing well. I hope she's, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hope she's able to recover from this trauma. Yeah. I hope all the women and anybody that's been affected by this is able to recover from this trauma. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, support uh, support people when you can support them. As far as, you know, those being abused or mistreated. Um Try not to... Shia though, because he he's canceled. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, he's out of here. It's probably still not going to affect him at all. No. No. I it's I don't. I'm less worried about their bottom line, more so than it's just like, I, I hope that you see now that like, because I think a lot of times certain people feel insulated, right? Because there is, are there are going to be a number of people that are going to continue to support support these people. I mean, and, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But I, I think there's there's also a, a time when people are actually insulated, and I think Shia, while being likable in a lot of circles, um, even with this, I still feel like he's pretty insulated. Like he he is not really. I think the last movie may have may have been Fury. That was like a big box office type film. He's he's been an indie guy for the last last while actually. Um, so yeah, I think he's he's gonna be fairly insulated. And, like you uh, think people are gonna still work with him? Yeah, but even even if they don't, he's not really. What I've seen from his career of late is he is. You know, he's one of those more interested in the art type people. And I don't think that's going to necessarily... Like, he's not looking for a big Hollywood draw, seemingly. Just based but he's on probably the, looking for a check, though. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. Not just, just It's just not the impression I've gotten from Shia. Because I feel like... That he doesn't it, need money? Not that he doesn't need money. It's that he's not in pursuit of based on the projects he's done. No, for sure. I would agree to that. But, like, he's still, indie or not, he's still a big draw. He is. So, so, like, I'm sure he's still being paid, like, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands at the very least, depending on the budget of the film. But I'm saying, like, do you think people are, any filmmakers are going to be willing to work with him? I mean. For the, for the time being. Because I, I do think I, there's a period where, like, the stench wears off and then people will work with you again. There's going to be that period, and then it's also going to be dependent on, like, the treatment he seeks. Um, and honestly, or with this... Or the optics of it. Yeah, the, the treatment or the optics. Uh, and honestly, even as this is a developing story, I don't think it's going to stick around in the news very long. 
Do you think it would it would stick around more if he had if he had abused someone else? Um, no, because I mean it's it's been three pretty high profile women that have come forward, like Sia, this uh, whatever her name is, I don't even know, FTK or whatever whatever, whatever her name is. I, I, FKA Twigs. Yeah, I'm not familiar with with this with this person. Uh, and his wife, something goth at the time, like they're, they're Mia goth. They're relatively high profile people in certain circles. So, but but they're not like it's not like he beat. Um, I don't know. Like if it was like Emma, what's the girl from Superbad? Emma something. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I think this looks very different if it was Emma Stone. I mean, both the Emmas. Um, but I think that also Who's is the other Emma? Watson. Um, Who's Emma Watson? Harry Potter. Oh, right. You know, Brown University grad, sorry. Not a, you know, I don't want to tie her to her, her past only. She's a very smart woman. I didn't know that she uh, went to school. Yeah, she went to Brown. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think uh, I think part of uh, I think you're right in that the coverage would be different based on the profile of celebrity, but also based on what is seemingly the character of that celebrity. So, like Emma Stone or Emma Watson, being that clean cut American kind of dream girl, you know, like you know the girl, like someone that you could probably more easily relate to. Who's who's relating more to her? general america you know the general populace it's just some it's 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 someone that you've been more exposed to like i don't like you know i am i'm not as hip as the young fellas and the whippersnappers out there but i am honestly i i am i've heard of sia i don't think i've ever heard anything from sia i have she's incredibly seen, talented i've seen sia's hair on a number of yeah, occasions, not, not crazy but, about the hair, but like, I'm not incredible familiar. songwriter. I'm not familiar. I don't know her music. I don't know her personality. I don't know what her character is in this this game and showcase that is the the uh, celebrity. She's written and and had of her own uh, some pretty big hits. No, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that she's not popular, but even even with her having these pretty big hits, she has been. Just based on, like, no one knew what her face looked like for how many years? No, people knew what she looked like. I didn't. I thought her thing was people didn't know what she looked like. No, no, because she's been around for a long time. I know that. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that. But I'm saying, like, uh, the exposure that the general populace would have to an Emma Stone or Emma Watson, like, I, think, I feel like it's a wider-ranging audience. So people care more depending on if... They, Not so much if that they like they care more, just like more people would have some type of personal tie-in and some level of personal investment to the story. Because even with Shia, while Shia is a, a, like an A-lister and is a big-name draw, I think a lot of people can either like take it or leave it with Shia. You know, yeah, like, probably. He's not like a... It's not like a Brad Pitt not or Brad Pitt. a... Like a, like a you know, it's not Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. You know, sure you people probably... heard some of the wild shit Leo is on. Boy, <laughs> I don't know what Leo's on. I know Leo. Man, I've heard I, some I've, stories. I, yeah, I've heard a few stories about Leo. Like nothing like abusive, just 
just a womanizer uh, he's a wild of sorts. Boy. You know, he just he's a does wild boy. He, nothing, nothing, nothing abusive. He though. does, he does stuff while listening to music. Um, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some stories. He's a wild boy, but nothing that would make him seem like a, a bad guy either, except for the thing where it seems like he only dates women in their mid twenties at the oldest. I don't know if that makes him a bad guy. Just uh... I'm saying that that could be a thing that I would say there's probably a, definitely a, a number of women that are looking at him sideways because of that, because this is a man in his 40s. I mean, and... just because they look at you sideways doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. I'm not co-signing what he's doing. I'm just saying just because people look at you sideways. Mm, but optics are a big deal in that business. Apparently not. Not for him. Well, I don't think it's that big of a deal. To a big enough number of people, but I mean, I think, if it I, think worked, I think in those situations, a lot of people got to keep that same energy. Like, if you're going to come with that, nobody does that. Consenting adults do what they may, then you're gonna roll with it, right? You're just gonna. Nobody keeps that same energy. Uh, that's why there's an album about it. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on from this. We're gonna move on. We're gonna, we're gonna move on. We're gonna, we're gonna change it up, just a just a touch here. Just gotta, you know, just gotta put this out there. Young love, a vicious cycle. The poet just blew a puff from his pipe, but he couldn't write the emotions he felt. Every night when he look in your eyes, it's like a bright light came from his side. He had to funk the rhythm. Look, little Calabasas menace, so much spear science and sacred geometries embedded. Try to tell him where my head is, they just couldn't get it. With your weird pants and your world of warcraft fetishes, misfits relentless. You should stay about this section if you ain't next generation flexing. Y'all arguing on Reddit. I'm flying cars at Coachella trying to get some Tesla credits. Two ahead of him, sitting down the finish line. Don't blow the whistle, just let them run Mistress in the building, it's like 17 elephants in a room All playing with pendulums and they throwing shade on the game But baby, we get it done and that's a fact Now, that, uh, that's uh, young, young Jaden Smith Goes by the name, the moniker Jaden That's Young in Love from his uh, CTV3 Cool Tape Volume 3 <sighs> Jaden Smith Jaden, Jaden, Jaden Smith. Uh, context. I sent Jarell a message earlier this week. And it just, it just, I think I just said Jaden Smith. And I shook my head. I think, I think that's what I sent you essentially. Yeah. Um, now. The reason. Uh, I didn't give you any context for why I sent that. And I was going to send you something to watch. But I think, and I asked you, I was like, "Are we gonna have to cancel him too?" No, no, no. There's no canceling of Jaden. No, no, Jaden's fine, as far as we know. I don't vouch for anybody, but as far as we know, based on what I'm talking to you, this says there's nothing to cancel here. Mm-hmm. Um, the the last episode we were talking about uh, relationships and you feeling like you know you hadn't had. Uh, res- had love reciprocated to you in the same way you've given it out, especially Damn, in the I didn't know we were going to revisit this, but okay, we yes. We are, but the reason we're revisiting this is because we were having that conversation prior to recording the pod, and 
I expressed genuine surprise and like I I I shocked you because I emoted. I was emotionally invested in what you're saying and you were surprised by the level of emotion that I was showing. I say this to say like I'm a, I'm a very, you know, even keel, no highs, no lows. I don't emote very much. I'm a very empathetic individual. Um, I would like to say I internalize a lot, but the truth is I just don't emote that much. It's not, you know, and why I'm saying this is, and why this isn't a part of a trust tree segment is I don't want to feel like being emotional or having emotions is something to be secretive about or like has to be like this guarded thing, you know, especially in a traditional um, male gender roles um, based on, I mean, yeah, traditional male gender roles, um, you know, showing emotion and being an emotional individual is often seen as a sign of weakness, so forth, blah, blah, blah. So people, you know, hide their emotions, guys, you know, keep it close to their chest and they don't emote. I say all this to say, I was skimming through Amazon, Amazon Prime Video, Prime Video. I was going to, uh, you know, watch, uh, you know, watch some NCIS as I did some, some chores. You know, a little nothing, little nothing background TV. And I see this film and what looks like a young Jaden Smith. And I say, hey, you know what? What is, what is this garbage all about? Jaden's talented. I know that. Um, he's been in music for, what, the last four or five, six, four or five years? as far as being fairly popular in, in the music industry. Uh, and, like, his talent speaks for itself. He's not just leaning on his, uh, you know, his inherited fame. He's benefiting from it, but there's actual talent behind it. But I hadn't seen Jaden in an acting role since Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, or I feel like his inherited fame is probably a handicap, actually. Probably is. Probably is. Um, but it, it allows him a level, it's, it's a handicap in that people don't take him seriously, but yeah. it's also enabled him to experiment in that if he fails at something, it's not the end. You know sure. what I mean? Like there's this level of freedom that comes with, yeah, yeah, I can be horrible at this thing and people won't accept me and hate me and whatever, whatever, but it's not going to make me hungry. It might make me empty as an individual, but like, this is not life or death. No. Um, so, I uh, so I, I click on this movie, and Jarrell, when I say I skimmed heavily, I saw like the opening scene. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna skip a little bit here. Saw a man's rapping in like an ice cream shop. I was like, this is this is this is painful. This is painful to watch. Not only is it Jane Smith in a movie that is okay and very predictable, but he's rapping. So it's gonna be one of those movies. So I skipped through, I skipped and I skimmed and at some point I became invested. The story was intriguing enough. The movie is called, uh, let me make sure I get the movie name just so people are aware and so you can watch it now. Um, Life in a Year is what the movie's called. Okay. Uh, let me just read you a summary of the film. Uh, ooh, 
mean, are you are you gonna watch this? I mean, you're one, you're a person that's gonna read the synopsis anyway, if you do watch it. So, there's a. I bit, feel like I'm I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, but like the way you watch movies, you would read. Like you're not just gonna go watch. The oh movie. yeah, no, I 100 percent am reading right, the synopsis. So, you know, spoiler alert for the next 30 seconds. Okay. But this is a synopsis. The movie follows 17-year-old Darren who finds out that his girlfriend is dying. He sets out to give her an entire life in the last year she has left. That's the synopsis of the movie. It's got some heavy hitters in it. Is this, wait, is this is this the movie? Did this just come out? Is it him and Cara Delevingne? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay, Jason I saw. Smith, Karen Delevingne, Nia Long, Cuba Gooden Jr., Crystalia, who's been canceled, Riza, uh, Crystalia. He was the one sending nasty, oh, yeah, nasty yeah, text yeah, messages yeah, yeah. to uh, barely underage legal girls. to under, underage women. Yeah. Um, yeah. RZA, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on, goes on. Good cast. Okay. Pretty good cast. So there's a certain point I become invested in this film. And uh, I'm still skimming a bit here. It's an hour and 30 minutes or so. And I probably watched about, I'd say, I'd, I'd probably say I watched 45 minutes of the film. Bro, there was a scene. It's an hour and 47 minutes, actually. So I watched, I, I skimmed basically out of, an hour, out of an hour of the film. There's still moments that I'm like, did I? I had to go back and be like, did that happen? Anyways, I say all this to say, we get there, I'm watching the movie, you know, big climactic scene, and then heartbreak. What happens? Jarell, I cried. Damn, really? I haven't cried in years. Megan is like walking by the door and I'm just like, I'm just like, I have like my, my, I'm just, I'm just like kind of shaking my head at the screen and she's like, what's happening? And I'm like, I just need a minute here. And then like full out tears. <laughs> Damn. What happened in the movie? Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a huge spoiler. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. But for whoever's, whoever's listening, I mean, like, the emotional impact. They're, they're, not, they're probably not going to watch it either. <laughs> what I will no say. No disrespect to Jaden. I don't think anyone's watching this. People what are I will barely say, watching his, dad movie, his dad's movies at this. I shouldn't say that. It's funny because on Rotten Tomatoes, like, any of the, uh, um, the critics' reviews are horrible. I would assume so. But. <laughs> Damn, I'm a hater. <laughs> you are a hater. Uh, yeah, the critics' reviews are pretty hor- horrendous, but the like the audience score is is uh, is all right. Like the audience, okay. uh, it's kind of like I I understood that it wasn't going to be great going into it. Like I had I had no expectations, and I still wouldn't say it's a great movie. It's telling a pretty typical story. You know, I've seen movies like this in the past, like Love and Other Drugs and things like that, where mm-hmm. like it's 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 going to be sad at the end in some way, shape, or form. Someone dies, I'm assuming. Yeah, someone dies. But I think what happens... Does Jaden die? I can't spoil the movie. Um, no, but I want to know. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Um, but what happens, I think, for me, is that, like, the movie gets to such a high point. Like, it gets to, it gets to like, a, a, like, you're in a very happy place. <laughs> you're almost, you're almost so happy you could cry. <laughs> Jeez, she just swallowed something wrong or she got Rona. She, she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Honey, do you want water? Huh? Okay. 
so you just go from like such a high and like it just like it's a it's a straight gut punch with the low mm. like you expect the low to to be on like a downward it's you know it's it's heading in that direction mm-hmm. but no straight kick to the teeth and i cried damn I so cried was it like, like an man. ugly cry like sobbing or just like a thug tear that was just like trickling down your cheek as you remained stoic uh no i, I mean i because I, i'd be crying thug tears <laughs> when i cry i only cry thug tears <laughs> I wouldn't say they were thug tears, um, but I wouldn't say like I was bawling or anything like that. But like, I was I was I was vocal. I think I I think I did sniffle once or twice. But there there, there were actual tears. They were actual. Was tears. your lip quivering? No, I don't think my lip. Your was lip quivering. quivering. <laughs> Tell the truth. I don't think so. I, I didn't know that was a thing. But quivering yeah, quivering lips. You never seen a quiver a lip quiver. I don't think I've ever done that, is what I'm saying. Oh. No, well, I believe that, but, like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's 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 uh, that was my story about Jaden. I, I... He made you cry. Yep. Because the movie was so bad that you were crying. <laughs> I, honestly, I think you can watch it. Just, just... I don't know, I'm not going to lie. It's funny, when you said it was a good cast, and when you, when you said that, after you listed all the people in it, I was like, that sounds like a terrible... <laughs> Nia Long, I mean Cuba's not great in it. Nia Long is is she looks good, but like I'm not watching I, I'm not watching a movie just because she's in it. No, I mean it's cool. It does what has to be done. Yeah, I mean that's the main thing. Well, yeah, that was it. Also, uh, this is completely random and complete sidebar. Chance put out another Christmas album. I won't be listening to it so. I haven't, I've never listened to a Chance the Rapper project, and I gotta tell you, I don't think I ever will. Well, let me, if you do, let me just tell you. I know, I know, no, no, no. Don't listen to Big Day, the Big Day, because it, it has honestly been like, the, like, Chance is, I've Chance is off the radar. people only talk greasy about that project. I think there was a lot of anticipation for what could have been, and it turned into, and I think it shouldn't. I think he should. Well, did you hear about him getting sued by his manager or old management? No, I didn't. Yeah, so apparently he's being sued, and part of the lawsuit, or included in the lawsuit, if this isn't the basis for the lawsuit, is it might be like lost wages or something. But basically, uh, his manager was just like, "Don't put this album out." He should have just put it out as a mixtape. This should not have been a. A, this is his quote-unquote debut, his third debut, his third, fourth debut. His third debut. Not only was it his like third debut, but they put a lot of money behind marketing it. I'm sure they did. And they shouldn't have. This should have been a cool mixtape. Shit hey went guys, triple cardboard. Hey, guys. Yo, when you have to cancel tours and then like do like a Black Friday sale for your tour and then still cancel your tour... And then be like, yeah, we just had a kid, so I decided to take time off. And it's like, nah, man, you weren't trying to be home for this. You were trying to be out on the road. But yeah, yeah chance. The ticket sales weren't, weren't selling. As a chance fan, I didn't make it through all of Big Day. As well as, I have no intentions of visiting this Merry Christmas. No, Mama. I don't do Christmas albums. It's Jeremiah and Chance. I didn't like no, the last no. Christmas album. I hope Jeremiah is feeling better, but no. And I don't think I'll like this one. So, 
which is sad that as a fan, I don't even want to peep it. I don't even want to like press play and skip 30 seconds into each track. Chances, chances. I don't know. You dropped the ball, man. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it was just the album. That's the thing is, it, it, there has to be more, right? Mm, I think there's a, yeah, I would say so. I think there's been a number of like public snafus. Like there's been things he's taken positions on or things he's he said on Twitter and like he's received backlash. Like I think it's just like the public perception overall at this point with the album, you know, inclusive or included in that is like, I think people are pretty like lukewarm Damn. on chance right now. Summer Walker put out a Christmas album as well. That I might listen to actually. <laughs> that I'll probably that I will probably listen to. Because no, uh, gonna watch the summer... music videos. What you're gonna do? What's that? You're just gonna watch the music videos. What you're gonna? Nah, do. I'm not. No, no, I'm not that. I'm not that type of Summer Walker fan. She's not really my type. I think she, like she looks good, but she's not really my type. Uh-huh. Um, I think she just looks like she's had like some sort of plastic surgery or something. I'm not. I'm not sure. And, and no, this is not to like shame anyone who you know do whatever you want with your body. But like, there's just. She's, I love how she's, people. I love how people say that and don't mean that. Because no, Lizzo, I, I Lizzo's just been recently getting flack for doing a juice cleanse and talking about how it made her feel good and how she was drinking a lot. And, like, she just needed to kind of reset, mm-hmm. even though she's been on this, like, be positive about yourself, like, Fat love positivity. yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, people are now are saying that she is anti-fat positivity and that she hates herself because it's like... Well, either you want people to do what they're going to do and love themselves for who they are and, you know, do what they seem fit. Oh, because what? They were were saying what she was trying to lose weight on the low? Not even that she's trying to lose weight, but, like, she she didn't even say she was trying to lose weight. She just said that she'd been drinking a lot and eating, like, really spicy food and she just didn't feel good. So she just needed to do a juice cleanse to feel better. And people started going at her neck because of, Did she lose weight? No. She just literally did a two-week cleanse or a seven-day cleanse. She probably lost some weight. No, but she probably lost some weight, but it's not like... it. I don't think that was the goal of the cleanse. She just didn't feel good. Yeah, so anyway, so people are people are giving her slack for um, trying to take care of herself even though... I mean, even if she wanted to lose weight, it's not a bad thing. I think she's still saying to love yourself. I just think that she's feeling like she needs to be healthier. And in this instance, she just felt like crap, and she just wanted to do something that was going to make her feel a bit better. I, I think know. there is a, a faction, at least, of the body positivity movement that would suggest that, like, her or anyone being overweight is not representative of being unhealthy. So to suggest that she's just trying to get healthy, potentially but she losing wasn't even, weight she wasn't in the even process. saying that she was trying to get healthy or to lose weight. She just said she was trying to feel better. And no, I'm just saying yeah, I'm unaware yeah. of this situation, so I actually don't know. I, what I only said. learned of it today. I was only I only was made aware of it today. I was listening to some news. I was made aware, and she's just been getting attacked from both sides. You know, people saying, mm-hmm. you know, being a body positive person is encouraging a unhealthy lifestyle, and then when she does something that you know just to make herself feel better, she is now being accused of not being a body positive individual who has self-hate. I do feel like she 
she seems to get, sh- I don't know, like, people seem to shit on Lizzo quite a bit. Like, I'm not a fan of her, like, in terms of, like, her music. So, like, I have never, like, I, I, I've never kept up on what goes on with her. Like, I don't follow her on IG. Like, I, I don't know her music. I don't, like, I don't listen to the music. Um, but every time I hear her name being mentioned, whether it's, like, on a podcast or something, it's, never, it's like people it's are coming for her. Yeah, it's never in a good way. People are always coming for her. So I do feel for her. Like, I don't know, man. Leave the girl alone. Let her do what she wants to do. If she wants to, to let her, yeah, let her, just let her be her. People need to just stay out of people's business. But then again, I don't know. If you're a public figure, you're, it's almost like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like, you know, I hope she's feeling better. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean. You know, mentally and physically. Hopefully, you know, she's not letting the people on the internet get to her. I say that, like, I feel like I've thought about, like, I have personally have no desire to be, like, well-known or famous or a public figure right. in should, any way. I guess way. you shouldn't be on this podcast, then, because we're, we're taking it straight to the top, friend. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Listen, I, I literally have a tattoo that says, I have no desire to be known, only felt. Like that's re- like I have no that desire. Sounds a bit like, rapey. What? No, man. What? This guy. This guy. This guy. Oh man. Oh. Anyway, so like, um. Oh man. So, uh, I don't even. I I I'm at a loss for words after that. But like, I'm just saying. Like, I I feel like though, if I were a famous, a rich and famous. Celebrity could be broken famous. No, that that seems pointless. But like, if I was a, particularly a rich and famous person, I don't know that I would care what people said about me. I don't care what people say about me now. Let alone if I was rich, fam. You can say whatever you want. Have a blast. I'm in Greece. I'm in Japan. I'm in Jamaica. I'm over here. I'm over there. Yo, I've got a nice crib. I have a nice whip. My girl is wavy. Yo, you think I'm worried about what people are saying in the dusty Instagram comments or the tumbleweeds are blowing? Fam, have a blast. Have at it. Deuces. I'm gone. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. Did I say you You did. Greece and Italy are so similar. I feel like they're not similar. They're just in Europe. Mm, I feel like they're pretty similar. Similar in that like they have a, a long history. Yeah, so I would assume it's like it's like Russian and there's good food. Yeah, it's, it's, like, similar to, like, Russians and Ukrainians, right? Like, because of their, like, history. There are there are a lot of similarities. There's a lot of connective tissue there. Anyway, I would go to Greece, but, like, what I meant was Italy. It's not flat, though. 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 It's not flat, Stop it, Gucci, 
pass your wife and she get chills. All because of how I kept it real. Nice, sweet baby. On a cheap All because of how I kept it real, my boy. You ain't real like me. You ain't real like this. Not like the God. As it happens, you don't don't play no, don't play that shit around me. <laughs> don't know how to act for nothing. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to act. Oh man, she just just how I kept it real. Shorty got chills. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh man, this guy's hilarious. Um, but it's true though. It's true though. That's a real thing. It is. It is a real. thing. That's a real thing. You're so real. You're so down to earth. You just say what you're. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. It is. It is a real thing. Uh, I think, I think we've we've just about kept this one short and sweet. We're right at that that beautiful threshold. Mm. We're at the one thirteen mark. I love thresholds. Hello, Hyman. What? What? Whoa! See what is <laughs> what is happening, man? Oh man! Oh my God! I I do not endorse that statement. I I want no parts of that. I I don't even want to be close to that statement. I've never been anywhere near the thing that he's referencing. I that's not my bag. Mm-mm. I don't think that's most people's bags, but, you know. I just, no thank you. Uh, I think, did you read that thing I sent you? No. Should I read it? No, I'm going to read it to you now. Uh, Okay. Get your uh, your napper ready, napper ready. We'll wrap Mm -hmm. this bad boy up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go straight to sleep after this. I am not going to edit this right after because I am tired and I have a long that's, day tomorrow. That's fair, man. That's that's very fair. So, the uh, the title of this post is Neighbors Left This On The Door. I'm going to bake them some cookies. Hello, neighbors. Apartment 207 here. I regret to you inf- I regret to inform you we have begun sleep training our son. After many sleepless nights, thanks to the dreaded four-month sleep regression, we have decided it's time to start the cry-it-out method. If you, hear the cl- if you hear the cries, please play for me. Please pray for me. And know I am also crying and going insane. I am very sorry for any inconvenience this may cause you. Let's hope that it doesn't last that long. I am starting today, and I'm going to try for four, uh, four strong... Wow. I'm going to try for a strong three to four days. If he doesn't get with the program, I will give it a a week or two break and then try again. Please know that I am not neglecting him, but I will let him try to self-soothe for 45 to 60 minutes at a time. Um, During this period, I will be in the room every five to ten minutes to reassure him he's not alone and is okay. If you start to feel hatred toward us, just give us a friendly knock on the door and I will bring you a shot of tequila to mend our neighborship. It's cheap tequila, but it will calm your nerves. It's been tested and proven to work by yours truly. Anyhow, keep us in your prayers and turn the TV volume up. If you need milk, sugar, or eggs, we have some. And tequila, too, just swing by. You're tired and sorry, neighbors. The wards. Now, you as a single man, sir, without children, how do you feel about this? Because I, th- I think this is, this, is, this is great. 
It's horrible, but I, I am empathetic to their plight. So let me, I just want to make sure I, I'm understanding it. So it was someone with a newborn apologizing to their neighbor. Yeah. Okay. And you're asking me how I would feel as the single neighbor without kids living next to the person with kids? Yep. Um, depends. Depends. I, I, I would probably be very annoyed though. I'm not going to lie. I would probably be quite annoyed. That said... They did offer tequila. Uh huh. Uh huh. Might win me over just a little bit. Listen, a little bit of liquor goes a long way with me. So, spoken like a true alcoholic. I just know how to have a good time. And so, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna be drinking, but this is the thing. It's just like you're in. You're see. That's a trick. That's a trap. Because it's like you're telling me there's tequila. But are we really gonna get to like turn up, or, or no? Because your kid has to be out in bed by eight p.m. I mean, they said they're gonna try to self soothe, so uh, you might have a might have a few minutes to. Eight p.m. I haven't even gotten in the shower yet. I'm trying to get cracking at like midnight. A baby's not going to sleep at eight p.m. What time do they go to bed or sleep? Whenever they feel like it. Oh. I'm just saying don't hype me up with the, the prospect of us drinking together because that's all that sounds awesome having neighbors that you would like drink with. Um if we're not actually gonna do it. Because then it's just like, okay, so now I have this crying kid next door and broken promises. <laughs> so I don't want either of those things. That said, I, I, I was recently thinking, like, what would I do? I don't remember what made me think of this. But I was just like, what would I do if I had a cry, if I had a kid? And that kid was, like, crying all the time. Oh, because two of my cousins just had babies yep. within the last, like, couple months. And so I was talking to my one cousin who, who most recently had a baby. Her baby's, like, three weeks old. And she was just like, she, because, like, I, so we were, we were exchanging voice notes. And um, in her voice note to me, I could hear her daughter, like, what do, what do they call that when babies are making noise? Is it like cooing? Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, it, 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 it melted my heart. Yep, that did that. I was just like, that is the sweetest sound I have ever heard in my entire life. Like, it was, it. It choked me up. I was just like, wow, that's such a beautiful sound. So then I guess from there, I was just like, yeah, but then, but then they'd like, they'd be crying too, though. That's the other thing. Like, I'm, I'm very much like, I don't like noise. Like, this is why I have a problem living with people. Cause like I make noise when I make noise, but then when I'm not making noise, I want it dead quiet. (laughs) Like I, so it's just like, I, I don't know, but I feel like. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'd be able to just like get used to it, or maybe it wouldn't bother me as much if it was my own child. Oh, well, because I would funny. be like, "That's my baby crying." That's funny because uh, I can deal with they crying. It it. But hurts. she's not crying, crying like that though. Now at her age. Yeah, my daughter hates sleeping. So she cries though. Yep. 
for like un, un like how newborns just cry, cry, cry. So they can cry for three hours. Oh wow! With these. See, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think for me, I'd be like, yo, I'm out. I gotta go for a drive or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah, instead of doing a uh, trust tree or a true confession, I think we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that there. Wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. Do you have a napper ready, or shall I proceed? Yeah, no, man, I'm re- I'm I'm ready to go. You're ready um, to go. Yes, sir. Uh, so are we gonna just do one or two? Two. Oh, okay. Two, um, two nappers and a closer. You got the closer this week. I've been I've been closing it out recently, so you got the closer. So two. Oh, thank so you. You, you got you got three tracks. Wow, I I'm I'm honored. Um. Okay, well in that case. So we had been, you know, discussing R&B artists uh, last week, yep. and we we had we've talked about uh, Tiana, and so I just wanted to. I was like, man, all that talk about Tiana, and then like, I didn't even pick a Tiana song um, to just highlight how dope her music is, how dope of an artist she is, uh, and so yeah, I, I think um, I'll go with uh, "Still" by Tiana. I think it's. Probably my favorite song off uh, her last project. Um, between that and uh, Wake Up Love, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough call. That whole album is really, really, really good. But uh, but still, that's just uh, just one of the ones for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick that first. All right. Tiana Taylor, still, from the album.
still from the album great napper great 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 napper um I was sorry i had to i forgot i muted the the call so i oh, could no, that's okay. sing sing my lungs out along to that song oh we wanted to hear that you know no no you didn't that was uh that would have been that would have been great Mm-mm, mm-mm. I would have stepped us. all over that that song. I love that song, man. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She's amazing. I love she her. She's amazing. TT. That's my little TT. Your little TT. That's my TT. All right. 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 That's what um, you got. I mean, typically we go a little bit more obscure, but it's that type of day. We just gonna go straight to Drake. Mm. Madonna. Mm, okay. Now, a lot of people, this song, actually, I've heard people say they didn't like this song. I love this song. Song slaps. Drake, yeah. Madonna. I'm about to edit the hell out of it, but here we go. Mm, damn.
Waved up, growing up, growing up, growing up. Had to get it popping with you. And I do it. Drake, Madonna. If you're reading this, it's too late. Circa 2015. Mm-hmm. That beat go hard, though. Mm-hmm. You know what sample that is? Can't remember the name of the song, but I know it well. It's genuine, boy. No? So anxious by Jenny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. There we go. They sampled Genuine a few times on that project, actually. And the intro song, the When I pull up on a nigga, tell that nigga bad, bad. That song? Yep. That also samples uh, Genuine, that same Genuine song. And that song was actually written by Party Next Door. Madonna? No, 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 no. Uh, the, the one that I was just... Uh, Singing. I forgot what is it? A legend. The song is called Legend. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But that intro, that that at, anyway, the the samples on that album are insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. The album yeah, mixtape, yeah. mixtape album. That's an album. That's an album. That's an album. The production makes it an album. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's that's an album. What you got next for us? What you got next on the napper, 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 napper? Okay, napper. so um, this is an artist, classic artist, um, that I've just sort of been feeling lately. Just kind of the the time I'm on. So I think I'm gonna pick uh, two two songs of his. Um, so the first one is um, well, the artist is Donny Hathaway. And the first song is a song for you. It's not for you though, Tony. No, I'm gonna take it. It's for me. It's for me. All right, fine. Yeah, you can have it. All right, Donny Hathaway, a song for you. Is this the right version? Yes, sir. We're alone now 
and I'm singing this song to you. You taught me precious secrets of a true love you're holding nothing. You came out in front when I was hiding. together listen to the melody cause my love is in there hiding Artistry there, making me feel like a real scumbag about my next picks, but you know. No man, it's all it's all art. All right. Uh, I mean, I got I got two directions I can go on this. I got uh, some R and B in the tuck, or I got some other stuff in the tuck. Who? Who's the some, first one? Some R and B. Oh yeah, what what is it? Uh, it's a little bit of summer. Who? Summer Walker. Oh yeah, which one? I don't know which song it is. Uh, oh. Session 32. Mm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not tied to anything. My youth. I'm, Can I make a suggestion? I mean, you're, you're more than welcome to. I was going to play an acapella version. I wasn't. Oh, play, really? Yeah. It wasn't an album cut. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to let some roll. Okay. Mm. Do away your love that is I thought it make me feel better. I finally got you on my bed, but I Still can't get you in my head, ooh Sending you one text at a time I know you by your phone Boy, pick up your line I ain't too proud to beg So what's been said has been said mm-hmm. I need 
That was session 32. She does some more singing on there. She does wasted. She does a lot. That's that was fire. I, I love the live stuff. Like I don't. I that actually, was fire. I can't believe you felt like a scumbag for playing that. She was sad. Sad girl. Effortlessly. Effortless. Effortlessly. My girl is Her tone. She's got a great tone. Yeah, her tone is crazy. And I was actually, I was listening to, uh, I think I need to hear, maybe I need to be more familiar with his, his music, but Giveon was doing um, something on YouTube. Some interview, it was like a, a song game of some sort, and like, I think his, his voc- like his voice, like the texture of his vocals is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Very unique. But like, I needed to hear it live more than on an album cut, because like it kind of stands out more, like how insane his voice is. Really, I've never actually heard a live performance. It wasn't even like he was just like kind of like sitting in a chair singing, mm-hmm. and like that's all the texture of his voice. It's crazy, like that that tone. It's a rich. There's a richness to his tone. Don't tell my friends that I'm here. Mm-mm-mm. Like that. Waiting for you, even how you treat me. You're my baby, even when you leave me. Maybe that's alive? No, this is. They say it's live, but that's clearly. Like a backtrack? Clearly a backing track. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of stuff. I had some 2088 I was going to play. I had some. What's uh, 2088? Uh, that is. Uh, is that Janae and Sean? Yeah. Oh, but they put on new music, or are you gonna play something? I was gonna play from the album 2088. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. That was one of my joints that I listened to a lot. I had some uh, some Gambino and Chance lined up. What uh, what what childish Gambino song? It was going to be um, uh, the worst guys. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Some little light. I also had some stuff off Kawhi. That I was gonna play, you know, maybe a little retro. You know. I see it. I see it. 
you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, you're just trying to get into a little bag or something. You know a song I love? Uh, like, uh, it's a Beano song. Sober. Off, um, hmm? Sober. Oh, that is a good song. Um, no, uh, Earn. Off Because the Internet. Ah, uh, Because the Internet. Earn. Yep. U R N earn that type yeah, of yeah, earn. Yep, yep, yep. I got you. I see it. And uh, yeah, I was listening to that song on repeat a couple of days ago. It's a joy. I was just like, Oof, so much music. Fun. So so much music. I love music, man. Um, I love lamp and music. I love lamp. I love lamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, uh, what's the outro song here, homie? What's the Yeah, outro? so, um, yeah, like I said, it was going to be another Donny Hathaway song, and I feel like this is a song that really just sort of speaks to who I am as a person, and, uh, the title is To Be Young, Gifted, and Black. <laughs> Where's the lie? Where is the lie? First of all, you old. I'm old. Get out of here. Right, keep up with the old jokes. You're right, but you're right behind me. But it's all right. It's all right. Keep keep running the old jokes. Uh, to be young, gifted, and black, Downey Hathaway. You damn right. Everything is everything. That's it. That's all. We are out of here. Thank you for listening to the random output. We try to keep it short and sweet, and then added 30 minutes of music. So. That is what it is. Be blessed, we out. In this whole wide world